You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We're really talking about, you know, the like the poor soul who doesn't have money for either and only can, I mean, he has money only for one. And the question is, which one should he spend the money on? And that is the indicator, which one is greater. If you're not in such a desperate situation, how does that psak halacha play a role? That near Hanukkah is less than um, than than um, near Shabbos. If you're not in a desperate situation, where where else would that that come in? And similarly, the psak that near Hanukkah is persumenisa, where does that come in? So that's what we saw the Rishonim helped us with. Tosus dealt with the Indian of Kriyas HaTorah. And what we saw from the Ran that we began to look at last week was that it's actually relevant to the way we light Neros, the way we light Neros on a Friday afternoon. So I want to spend some time doing that Ran a little bit better because, first of all, we learned the Hanukkah Gemaras to create a relevance uh, to the events that are going to be happening soon in our lives. And it does happen all the time. Every Hanukkah has an Arab Shabbos Hanukkah. So it's worthwhile seeing the two opinions about what you should like first. So I am going to, to, to spend a little time on that. Before that, though, I want to share with you, in the spirit of, of we've been talking about tzaddikim and gedolim and, and acts of chesed and understanding, Let's just say one, let's, I want to show you this Rashi one more time. Sholem Beisa. What's the Sholem bias of the Ne'er of the Ne'er Shabbos? So Rashi says, well, look at the Gemara later, which I don't know if we're going to get to, but Tiznach Mishlom Nafshi Zuad Lokas Ne'er B'Shabbos. Which means that having Ne'eros in your house means, like we said, you're not sitting in the dark. Um, the Gemara over there actually indicates that it's also about not bumping into things. Uh, so it's it's a combination of, like I said, watching the beautiful soup and seeing the glistening food. That sounds like a weird thing, watching the beautiful soup, but you know what I mean. You know, it looks so great and everything, and in the sense of Sholem, the fact that they can talk to each other, the fact they can be with each other, the fact that they go into their room and they're not stumbling all over the place. All that is Sholem bias. Okay. Um which is a real interesting um, definition of shalom bias, a more expansive one. It's not about do the husband and wife get along, but these uh, these other aspects that help shalom bias along. You know, if you've already got, you know, it doesn't help if a couple has tightness on each other, or, you know, space issues with each other. Then you take away their space. Uh, there, uh, this definitely could make a. a situation that has not such great shalom bias a lot worse but it's you it's a sort of a different uh, understanding of what we think of shalom bias but I, we accepted rashi i just want to show you something I, I discovered last night that i think you might find interesting and i'll get your get your feeling about it here's the meiri um Shalom bias. Let's see why you Shabbos goes first. Why it's Shabbos is bigger than Hanukkah. So Miri says, Mishum Shalom Beiso, Shaluya Bnei Beiso Yoshvin B'Choshech. That's Rashi. Ve Yud Mem, of course. Yesh Mefarshim. 
Now, remember, I mentioned to you that the Meiri um, generally, um, in his base Habakira, gives a name uh, to the, you know, he gives a title. I think um, Avrami asked a couple of weeks ago, is it a problem of not saying a Dover B'Shem Omro? Um, so I, I, the, uh, I believe the Chidush Meiri here uh, this doesn't. This, this seems to be like he mentions here, Chachme Provincia. Um, but here he just calls them Yesh Mefarshim, Mitzad Ishto, Shahamitzvah Mesurulo. When you think about that for a second, the first shot is we need to have lights in the house. The Bnei Beso are going to sit in dark. Like everybody's going to. It's going to be dark in their rooms, dark at the table. The, the, the Shalom bias it's, it's not, like I said, it's, it's, it's not our Friday night. It's not the way things are. We're supposed to see each other and talk about the week and, and enjoy each other's company and enjoy the food. And, and what's the second shot? Mitzad Ishtoy, Shah Mitzvah Masura So great, Avrami understands that, that what this means is, yeah, look what's happening. Okay, they're desperate. It's either Hanukkah or Hadlokas Neiros. So Hanukkah, 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 everyone, oh, we're so happy. Oh, no, she's thinking, I didn't get a chance to light the nair. This is my job. Hanukkah, it's the family. Maybe it's the husband, it's the house. You're taking, that's the lack of Shalom bias. The Shalom bias is she's going to be Upset your wife. That's always shalom bias. In other words, the first shot is it's a more expansive version of shalom bias. Now we're saying, look, halachically, yeah, pursue Okay, okay. This is her mitzvah. How could you take? What do you think she's going to feel like? She's going to say, all right, let's light the Hanukkah. This is the mitzvah that's given to her, and therefore that's that pain of feeling that she doesn't have. Uh, the mitzvah that she was supposed to do, that's going to create the lack of shalom bias. Isn't that a great shot? <laughs> no? I think so. I don't. I, 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 it's, I, it, it's the type of thing, you know, I've, I've, I've done this Gemara literally, you know, probably 150 times. But, um, yeah, I, I missed this shot, or at least, you know, maybe I could have seen it somewhere. But to me, that's a whole different take on, 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 on what shalom bias, that's exactly what usually shalom bias means. And therefore, it's 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 going. It's important to to let her have her mitzvah. This is the mitzvah that the wife has. This is where she is. You can't take that away from her. You can't use halacha considerations to take that away from her. And I think, again, you know, thinking about it in that way, we maybe could answer the question we saw last week from the Ron, which is, he says, "Well, how could it be bigger than kiddush? Kiddush is from the Torah." Yeah. This is bigger than a mitzvah from the Torah in a way. It is, yeah, because that's you're talking about. I know it's almost like it's almost like you know you're, you're this is all that person has. This is what that person contributes. This is this is where that person's sense of of who they are is. Okay, so well, for I'm saying kiddush and davening, but uh, anyway, so I think it's a uh, you know, yeah maybe I'm just you know. Because of David Feinstein and other things, I'm thinking about Midas and Derek Heretz, but I think this is a uh, 
It's a nice, a nice interpretation. Okay, speaking about the uh, the aforementioned Ron, let's take a look. The question that we had on on uh, the let's take a look at the at the Ron quotes the Ramban and proceeds proceeds to um, take him apart. Let's see first the quote of the Ramban. Now, I know this is Fundamentals of the Talmud, and here we are learning Rishonim. Um, I got to admit, I got a little Yetzirah to do the Rishonim, so that's part of it. Um, but I do think it's an important thing, even for everybody, not just our listeners, you know, our, our beautiful share that we have here, but I think in general people will be listening to this. I think this is an important halacha um, consideration of what to do every uh, when, when Hanukkah and Shabbos uh, intersect. So we start with the Ramban. Kosova Ramban. And he gives you the, uh, the Ran quotes him word for word, which means that the Chidush Ramban were already, were already circulating. And he quotes him and wrote him over. Mashmali, the Ramban says, it appears to me. The That even if it comes to, you, you're not a desperate Oni. But the question is, which to light first on Friday afternoon? Near Basil with Shochanaka. Because Tadir, the Gemara mentions Tadir is significant about Kiddush. Tadir is definitely significant about Hadlakas Neros as well. And it's also Meshubach Mechavero. Because now that you've told me it has another layer, it makes Shalom bias. So it has Tadir plus. And he quotes here the Gemara in Zvachim when it talks about Korbanos. Oh, that's the famous sugiv where Tadir Rishenu Tadir comes in in terms of which carbon to bring first. So it's Tadir and Mishubach. Meaning, first of all, the Shabbos is every Friday afternoon. You light Shabbos candles. Secondly, it has Shalom Bayis. So clearly, it should come before the Hadlok of Hanukkah. Avul Reisi Vabal Halochos Zal. Now, the Baal Halochos is, could be the riff sometimes, because the riff's book is also called the Halochos. That's what he calls it, the uh, the Sefer Halochos. I do not see that in the riff here. Um, and maybe I'm, I just missed it, but um, the riff does not seem to... Uh, Yeah, so Avrami is right. It's also the Baal Gedolos. But he usually would say the Hilchos Gedolos. He would usually add that um, that element here. So he could, and I do think he probably does mean the Bahag, because I did not see it in the Rif. Right. But, um, and he doesn't also tell you where it is here, so that's an indicator that that it is not the rift, but the rift could also be called the Baal Halochos because this that was this was called Sefer Halochos. Now, now if this is the Bahag, what is he saying? Where you have the two in front of you every Friday afternoon when it's Shabbos, Shabbos Hanukkah coming. Beresha, the first thing he needs to do is Madlik to Hanukkah. Vahadr Madlik Shal Shabbos. The Adlik to Shabbos Beresha, Itzerle Ladluke. Even though 
you could have made the logical argument that Shabbos lights should come first, but practically you have a problem. Henoch mentioned this last Thursday. You would now be prohibited from lighting your Hanukkah lights. Why? Mishum de Kabbalah Aleha. So it's from this, and Avrami, I'm going to assume also it is the Bahag, we have a statement that when you light Shabbos candles, the assumption is you're Makabo Shabbos and you can't do Malocha. But look at the Ramban's response. Kamahu Dochuk Zehatam. It's not, it's Dochuk, it's not true. It's not true that when you when you light your Shabbos licht, it's Shabbos now for you. Where do you find the idea that once you begin an action that has to do with that the next day, that you're already also from being involved in whole activities? There's no Gemara that says once you light Shabbos candles, you can't do Malocha. Now, of course, we think that way because we've been raised to think that. We all know, right, the three of us and everybody listening, that, yeah, if you make a Tanai, but this is where the sugya is. The Bahag says, yeah, when you light Shabbos candles, that's a, that's assumed to be a Kabbalah Shabbos. You're not going to do Malocha. The Ramban says the only place I found that was Biyoma Kippurim came. Kesha Omar Zman. Mishum de Mosif and Michol al Hakodesh. Now, there's a quote here of where this is from, but, but without looking it up, it seems to be talking about the idea of saying Shechionu on Erev Yom Kippur. That when you say Shechionu, even it's not it's not yet night. It's too late to eat already or to do any of the other things that you can do Erev Yom Kippur. You can't wash your hands or anything else or wear leather shoes because once you say Zman, it's now Yom Kippur for you. So he says that, yes, that's because you, when you say, because you're supposed to add to Yom Kippur. You're supposed to not just wait till the last minute. And even when it comes to eating, you don't eat till the last second. And we know you can definitely stop your Suda Mavsekis with 30 minutes to go. And therefore, Kivan Shomar's man, once you say, Shachianu, Hare Kiblu Meata. So that is the indicator that you're Makabal, because by Yom Kippur, we always know that you're supposed to add. And the question is, well, what's the determination that you're adding? You're supposed to add anyway. So clearly the Ramban says that when you say Shechionu, that's like saying, I'm starting Yom Kippur, baby. It's Shechionu. I'm happy I'm here. I'm in Yom Kippur now. So that's tantamount to saying, I'm not eating. That makes sense. There's a mitzvah to have the ner there, yes. But that's to have the ner for later. That's to have the ner while I'm eating. That's to have the ner during the night. Where does it seem that if you light the ner getting ready, oh, that's a Kabbalah Shabbos. 
In other words, the point is, even if he does it a little earlier, he's okay. Let me like let me get the candles on. Okay, let me get that. Oh, I'll take care of that. Right? He doesn't want to be torrid later. Imkain hidlik If that's true, then the, it should be that if you light early, you shouldn't light the second one. Right, if it's true, well, this act is macabre. Now, this is a little bit of a weak uh, question uh, because you could say it's about lighting both of the candles, the zohar and the shomer. But um, I, I believe that that question I think can be handled. There is a little yud gimel here, so maybe I'm missing a word. But that question doesn't seem to be that strong. It changes it to erev shabbos. Hidlik ner erev shabbos lo yadlik ner acheres. Again, this one, I think you'll agree with me. It's not such a strong question. But the next point, I think, is a strong point from the Ramban. Adarabah, lo mipnei shuhu Shabbos madlik. It's not because it's about to be Shabbos. Bring Shabbos in. Make your shechionu. Bring Shabbos in. Light the neiros. It's not about bringing Shabbos in. El b'pnei shadayin ain't a Shabbos. The whole point is, you still have time. Do it before Shabbos starts. It's not about bringing Shabbos in. It's making sure you have the light ready there when Shabbos is going to start. He says, It's like, again, I, I, the Ramban here is, is, is almost, you really get his personality here in a way. Um, you know, again, we, we have a shir every week, uh, Ramban versus Rambam, where we read the words of the Ramban. I think these words are also very laced with his personality. Um, you know, he says, what, what do you think? He says, like, that's like your shvisa. It's like when you set the, the Erev Tchumim. It's, it's an act of, of being macabre. Where does that come from? Like, okay, now, in other words, now that you've finished the last light, you have now have shvisa. That, that's not true. Va'od hare amru b'shilei pirkin. At the end of Bamem Adlikin, Shile Pirkin, Shile means Shilhe. I'm sure Shile you, you can relate. Shile means the, the end of something. Again, why? I, I, I don't know why that's the word for it. I think, you know, we can look at Jastro. Why Shilhe always means the end of something. So shulayim, I think, also means like the bottom of the barrel is called the shulayim, like the the last part of it. So I do think you're right, Avram. It is connected to, you know, you know um, the sole of a shoe is called a suya de, de nagra. So it's somehow connected to the end of something. Um, male, which is the word for erev Shabbos, I understand because it's going up towards something. Male shab, male er, male is always the Aramaic word for the the time right before. Male Yom Kippur is Erev Yom Kippur in uh, in Aramaic. Shilhe is like the end. But anyway, yeah. but you're right. I was thinking the same thing. Anyway, Haromer B'Shilhe Pirkin Shlishes Lahadlik Es Haneros Hidlik Amadlik V'Shoe Kedei Litzlos Dog Koton. Okay, so the Ramban quotes a Gemara. Um, 
let's take a look at the Gemara itself that's going to give us a sense of what um, uh, the Ramban is referring to, what, is his, what he thinks is a very, very strong proof. So when we take a look at the language in the Gemara, we see that it's a brisa, Tana Rabon, and Sheish Tikios, token Erev Shabbos. This was, you know, people are working on Erev Shabbos, and they would blow the shofar, and that sound would reach out. Rishona lahavti wasa'ami malachajabisodas. The first one says, okay, put the uh, pitchfork down. Shniya lahavti ear. The second one was, okay, the people who are closer to the shul, closer to their homes, okay, okay, stop with the, close the store, close the grocery. Shlishis lahadlik eshanir. Okay. The third was to do what? was to light the nair. Diva Rebbe Nosen. Rebbe Huda Hanosi Omer. Shlishis lachlotz tefillin vishoe kedei tzliyaz tal koton o kedei lahadvik pas patanur vitokeya umeria vitokeya vishoves. So the third one was Hadalakas Neiros. So people know, light your neiros. Rebunanasi says, the third one was to take your tefillin off, which you don't wear on Shabbos. Then you wait the amount of time to roast a little fish or that you'd be able to stick bread into the oven. And then you do your last one, which is four, tokea, meria, Vitokea. That's four, five, and six. Now, um, what the Ramban is quoting, the Ramban quotes not Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Nosan, but he quotes this Masnile Rabbi Huda Rabbi Yitzchak told Rabbi Yitzchak, this is the right girsa in the brisa. Shniya lahadlikas haner. The second one is hadlikas haner. I'm sorry. Shlishas lahadlikas haner. The third is lahadlikas haner. And, as you can see here, he says, Shlishas sivakam mesalek. Here it is. At the third one, Sila Kamasalek, the Hitman Hamatman, you cover up your food and make it hot. The Hidlik Hamadlik, and you light the candles. And then you wait the amount of time to roast a, a fish. And then you do four, five, and six. So, what does the Ramban want with this? The Ramban thinks that from Tana Debei Rabbi Shmo, which I think this is what it is, Tana Debei Rabbi Shmo, and even from the Gemara earlier in that Machlokas, that you light the nair, but then you do Malacha afterwards. That's why you're waiting. 
Why isn't why why do you have the fourth blowing? If the third blowing is what gets everybody to light their neros, then it should be Shabbos according to the Bahag. That's it. What are we waiting for in doing this other blowing? Okay, so for the stragglers, the stragglers, it sounds like it's talking about the same person. In other words, the Ramban is going to say, and let's look at it inside now, now that you see the Gemara, the Ramban feels that this Gemara proves, if you take a look here, um, Alma Basar Hadlokas on air, Mutter Litzalos Dogim, Ladbik Bas Patanur. You're allowed to do it. We give you the amount of time that it takes to stick bread. And again, I don't know if you're baking or just getting it out of the oven or whatever you're doing, but you're, you're just getting your fish ready at the very end. The Kulovadai Madlikin. Because obviously everybody would be Madlik. And yet you have people that are still doing malacha after hadlaka. Vizman dekule inchi ladlaka. And everybody should should light the candles by the third shofar blast. Ubasar hachi, after that blast, manda adlik gufei, the very same person who did hadlaka, madvik pas petanur. He is allowed to stick bread into the oven let it rise, and then, of course, scrape it out before Yom Shabbos. Vitzola dog caught. I'm going to take a little fish and pour hot water on it or put it into the, uh, put it into, roast it into the flame. Midilo habitkiya basraisa dahadloka. If the bahag is right, the last tekiya should mean light the candles and let it be Shabbos now. Shin Mem, of course, for Shemamino, the Kolki Hai Gavna Lav Kabolahi. So you see that Hadwalka's Neros does not mean Kabbalah. And therefore, Vishori, Vishori means it's allowed to do Malacha. Therefore, this is a mistake. What should we do in Ner Hanukkah? We should light the Ner Shabbos first because of Todir. And then light your Ner Hanukkah. Elu Dvorov Zal. So this is a, a, an exact quote from the Ramban, which is then taken apart by the Ran. <laughs> and this is, and you can take a look here, Eina Nirenli, and he gets into this whole discussion here. Um, I, it's obviously a lot to do, and I don't want to take your time. I just wanted to read this whole Ramban with you. Now, just to show you a little bit that goes against what we, our sensibilities, clearly sounds like halakhically we have accepted, at least we are choshish for the Bahag and what the Ran, uh, the Ran's defense of the Bahag. Parenthetically, those of you that are part of our shir on Sunday nights know that the Ramban is the great defender of the Bahag there against the Rambam. And here, uh, he laces into the, if it is the Bahag, he's lacing into him. Uh, and but you can see you already can notice that maybe this this doesn't mean that you actually are supposed to roast fish. It means you can roast the fish, right? The amount of time it takes. But you can see where the Ramban was coming from. Look, I the Ramban is smart enough to know what the Pshat and the Gemara is without me saying that. So this is you know if the Ramban says it, it definitely means uh, something in terms of what Hadlokas Neiros are. Uh, it, it's not that. 
just to uh, finish off here today, finish off with the Me'iri uh, on that point about, take a look. Um, what happens on every Friday afternoon of Hanukkah? Who do you think Gedole Adoros is here? Well, I just said it a minute ago, so you know. That seems to be the Meiri's appellation for Ramban. Maybe it's someone else, I don't know. But it seems to me that, again, you have to look this up. He's giving the Ramban his cred. Now he was... The, the Meiri and the Ramban were separated by, I know, 80 years, maybe 60 or 80 years. I mean, the Meiri died 1324, I think. And the Ramban, I think, is uh, um, 1270 or something or whatever. So he has big covet for the Ramban, Gadole Adoros. But then he quotes, Vigone Arishonim, Makdimim Shochanaka, Mitzad Acher. Now, Gaone Arishonim, I guess means the Bahag here. Vahu Shaladaitam, Kishihidlik Bishabis Kvar Kibolov, Veino Rishoy Lahadlik Acharechon near Acher. You're not allowed to light any more candles. Aleph Tof Lamed. Right. So, right. Im tim If you want to say that you're allowed, that you're not allowed, if you're Rishoy, you are allowed to. Wait, no, Dover Yofa. Meaning, okay, it's not good, though. I mean, right, yeah, I guess if you need to, but it's not a good thing. Really, Shabbos should start as soon as you light the nair. He says, Umei olam lo chashashnu lakach. She'ein kabolas shvisa bad I thought this was interesting because he seems to be talking about himself. He says, I, I tell you what, I was never chayshish. I, I tell you, look, I saw the Bahag, but I never grew up with this attitude that um, once you light the Nero, so stop doing Malocha. She'en kabola shvisa, madloka sanir. And then again, he, like he says, vim omru biyo makipur mabirchazman Maybe on Yom Kippur, when you, right? Once you say, we're worried. Are you going to say the same thing that, 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 that we say by Yom Kippur, that you say when you're Madlik? I don't know if he's being misogynistic here. He's just saying, basically, that's what women do. Why? In other words, you're right. The women, basically, they light, but 
okay, it's because, okay, I'm finished. Okay, I, I'm lighting, now I have light in the room, and this way I don't have to do so much more. And, and even if you want to say the women stop doing it, it doesn't mean that Be'etzim, they're Makabal Shabbos. It's a way for them, L'tor l'chem menucha, u'lifrok me'alein, ol melochos. But now, once you are light, if, you, if a woman sex, accepts upon herself Shabbos at that point, isn't she then not able to do more? Okay, you're correct, Sheila. But it's but that I think comes from the the Bahag and the Ron's attitude that hey, that's what that's why you're lighting. This is the way you're Makabo Shabbos. The Meiri is saying, look, let's let's think about it. We know there's got to be light here. Why would a woman light earlier? You know why? Because she wants to have everything ready. She she wants to be finished, right? She wants to, like, Pesach Krohn tells a beautiful story about how in his house, and I lived in Pesach Krohn's house, I was a tenant by him, that his wife always was ready way before Shabbos, and then she sat and played piano afterwards because, you know, she she had menucha. That was her menucha. I'm not, I don't know if she played piano after Adwalka's Neros or not. But the point was, it's part of that idea of lighting the Neros even earlier is to say, ah, I'm finished, everything done. I thought it has to do more with accepting. It's not about everything being done because ready or not, here it, here it is. So the idea is more, I thought, accepting the Kedush of Shabbos and so you, post the Shabbos. Is okay. More of a, okay, so that's because, Sheila, you're used to this idea that you need to do this ritual act to accept Shabbos, right? It's like I hear no, about... Candles, you, Shabbos comes in. The question is, you can still accept Shabbos at a certain time once you accept it. Oh, yeah, no one's. The question is, is it, is, is it an automatic acceptance of Shabbos? That's the question. I think, ready or not, at a certain point, that Shabbos, you know. No matter what, you're right. So the question yeah. is, is it already Shabbos for you because you do this act? Now, you, right. I thought it had more to do with intent that whether you light candles or not, you can accept Shabbos early. That no, no one disagrees with that. But here you have a question of what should you do halakhically? Which one should you light first? Right. So logic tells you you should light Shabbos candles first because you're giving significance to this mitzvah that Chazal have, and it's better than the Hanukkah mitzvah. And therefore, the rules of Tadir and Meshubach should should take place. Yeah. It's a better mitzvah. It's a greater mitzvah. It means more. You mm-hmm. did it first. And no, no, no I can't because once I, I, I've accepted Shabbos already. Who says? Right. right, right. So you're right, Sheila. A person mentally could say, "I hereby take in Shabbos. I don't need an act." But, but why do you? Why is the Bahag? Where did the Bahag see that this is is a part and parcel, and this is the way Shabbos starts? Mm-hmm. Who says? Um, so therefore, um, you, know, um, you know, he seems to be uh, on the Ramban side. So he says that. Uh, he says, Mi osa. If you want to do Hanukkah first, that's okay. Um, so, you know, if you want to, make sure that Shabbos comes right after that. But anyway, so again, it's, 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 what's interesting is, is this is really where, um, this is really, this, this is where the mindset of uh, uh, really starts, and it's in this machlokus between the Gedolei <laughs> Adoros and the Gaon Arishonim that things come up. 
All right. Thank we'll you. see you, Mirza Shem, tomorrow. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.